This is where they are building the largest nuclear fusion reactor in the world. Yeah, a friend of mine told me I had to check out this pool. America on Main Street and at the dinner table is talking about infrastructure when 20 years ago they didn't even know what that meant. Today, those towers are an astounding display of wealth, prestige, and engineering. First. It's impacting everyday Americans. I am against the train the way it's being done right now. New York City housing is a scam. It is a scam, 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 scam. The Shard in central London is being officially opened today and at 310 metres tall, it's Europe's newest and tallest skyscraper. Hello, I'm Fred Mills. And this is the world's best construction podcast by the B1M. Hello and welcome to an absolute banger of an episode on the World's Best Construction Podcast. We have got a fantastic show lined up for you today. I'm your host, Fred, and as you know by now, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Luke Bly and Liam Marsh. Let's come to Mr. Bly first this week. How's it going over in Essex, mate? Yes, mate. Yes, mate. It's decent. It's decent. Summer is here um, and I'm, I'm, I'm soaking it all up. I, I did get to uh, do something pretty special the other week, right? This is with another podcast I do. I met very briefly Harrison Ford. No. Uh, yes, mate. And then and Daisy Ridley as well. So I was like at the Indiana Jones premiere. It was amazing. Life, whoa, life's whoa, complete. How, how did you yeah. get to the Indiana Jones premiere? I, I didn't get this invite. It was, uh, I know, I know, mate, I know, next time, next time I'll try and swing you an invite, but it was with the other podcast I do, I do a Star Wars podcast for those cool. of you that don't know, and on, just, yeah, just managed to... Just plug it, come on, what's it Star called? Wars se- Star Wars Sessions, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know it, you know it, you love it. Swap, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that was, that. do you know what, when I saw him though, I thought, shorter than I expected... How shorter tall? than I expected. How, how short? I googled. I googled his height, and it says he's like six one. My, my guy, that guy is not six one. He is not six. I reckon he's like five reckon? eight, five Ooh. eight, five nine. Wow, maybe? that's a big discrepancy, five, mate. Big discrepancy. Yeah, cutting yeah. him some slack. Is he? Um, he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? Yeah, I do, he is eighty. No, he is eighty. He's eighty, and he looks like a, a fantastic. Yeah, credit where credit's due. The guy looks amazing. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much like that's still going around in my head. So when you say like, "Oh, how you been?" That's still just really that's up there. Do you know what that's, I mean? That's crazy. He's eighty. I'm, I'm watching him in um, 1923. You heard about that? It's like the um, prequel to uh, Yellowstone. No, no. It's a TV show. <laughs> Me and Luke are out. No. Just Star Wars and Indiana Jones over here. <laughs> <laughs> is that apple is that apple oh, hang on uh, hang on i don't know what air it's on mate one, air force one was a great film also starring harrison oh, ford yeah, yeah. Mate, blade, runner. Okay. blade runner oh, blade yeah. runner oh yeah oh yeah he's done some stuff hasn't he? Yeah. yeah yeah he's a big Off deal <laughs> right well if it's not for you let tell us about your week uh leo mate you okay Mate, yeah, yeah, nothing as exciting as a, a red carpet event, mate. I'm uh, obviously I'm I'm in my mid thirties, mate. I spent my weekend going to a baby shower. It's uh, pretty much yeah. It's it it good. It's fun. Celebrate close friends, you know. Celebrating, bring their baby. 
into the world in a couple of months' time. It was great. Oh, beautiful, mate. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Congrats to your friends. And I'm yeah. sure no, I'm sure no booze was, you know, taken up at the baby shower or anything like that. You know, it was very prim and proper. I'm sure it was very, very prim and proper, mate. Yeah, very, mm. very responsible. Mm. Mm. How responsible have you been lately, Fred? <laughs> It sounds like Liam Marsh is declining to comment on the baby shower, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. I think, I think a, a few drinks bit. were consumed. I've been all right, mate. I've been we've been filming uh, the next B, the B1M's next long form documentary, thirty minute long form documentary over in Switzerland in the past week, which has been absolutely awesome. It's on an incredible construction project. I'm not going to share too much just yet because I want to spoil it for people. I've been keeping it pretty pretty under wraps, but it was awesome. We were way up in the Swiss Alps, the scenery. The project is insane. I can't wait to tell you guys all about this. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Um, highlight for me at one point was we got stuck on a gondola. So there is a gondola or cable car, ski lift, as you might know, that goes over, happens to go over this construction site. So we're up there and I was doing an interview with a guy uh, on this gondola. So we're trying in between these gondola trips back and forth to get the right bit of interview done, the right sound bites done, the right shots done. Anyway, our amazing uh, videographer, Jim, Jim Casey on the B1M team, actually negotiated with the owners of the gondola to have the gondola stopped halfway so that we could get the perfect shot of this damn side while we're doing it. This is the level we're going to. What a lad. The guy's amazing. It's amazing. So they stopped it in the right place. We did the interview. It was really cool. Anyway, the gondola then wouldn't restart. So we ended up stuck, suspended, swinging on this gondola for half an hour over a massive construction site in the Swiss Alps, which was... um, yeah, weird. There's one point where we're talking about having to sort of abseil down. But uh, <laughs> anyway, this guy was we were with rang everyone he know, and then it started moving again. So, and here I am back in the UK recording with you guys. So, drama's you, over. Yeah, and you're not dead. You are not dead, mate. You're still. I don't with think us. so. I think I'm still here, unless something's like really weird's happening here. I think I'm still alive. Yeah, and yeah, you, you, you didn't lose your bags, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time. That's a bonus. <laughs> I have I have like PTSD now. Whenever I see the bag go off down the baggage carousel, I'm like, oh, have you, did you get one of those um, Apple GPS things? Have you have you got one of them in your bag now? The Apple AirTag, I do. It's in the bag. I've got a couple mm. actually now. I've invested. Oh, you got an AirTag? Oh, you got an AirTag? I did, mate. Yeah, I did. Oh, mate. That, this happened a couple of times. It happened in New York as well, where the lady on the desk is like, print out the baggage tags, and she's like. Oh yeah, it's all good. You can you can go off now. I'll do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to stand right here and watch you apply that baggage tag <laughs> to my bag before it goes down that carousel. Ooh, shout out to Finn Air, mate. Shout out to Finn Air. That you've yep. still not heard back from them, have you? No, the bag is nah. gone. I imagine it's now been opened up and auctioned off. I've had zero compensation from them. They lost my uh, bag lost reports. Finn Air are absolutely useless. If you listen to this <laughs> podcast or you work for Finn Air. You owe me an apology, <laughs> which I haven't had. <laughs> oh, brilliant! What a way to what a way to introduce the potty, eh? What absolutely. a way to absolutely yeah. just adding thin air. <laughs> uh, now, anticipation is building, guys, because next week on the twelfth of July it is the launch, the worldwide launch of Get Construction Talking, our new mental health initiative. We have got a big event happening. In central London at Hamyard Theatre, you've got me, Luke, and Liam all there in person, in the flesh. Liam is travelling halfway around the world for this. Okay, this is mm. a big deal. Harrison Ford might turn up. You don't know. <laughs> Joe, B- Joe Biden's actually in town next week for this. He might rock up as well. 
Not sure is, he will. Is, he actually, is, Joe Bi- is Joe Biden actually in London next Joe week? Biden's in town. He's, he's around. Guys, it's free. Come along. We've got drinks. We've got canapes. We've got T-shirts. We've got mugs. We've got giveaways. We've got a great panel discussion. We've got a two-part series on mental health and construction. It's amazing. Come down. It's free. 12th of July. You can register now at getconstructiontalking.org. That address again. That, that address again, in case anyone didn't hear it. It is getconstructiontalking.org. Nice and clear. Luke's podcast is Star Wars Sessions, guys. Available <laughs> <laughs> now on all your podcast platforms. Come up this week, we have got a really good show for you. We are talking about the race to save Texas's failed mega bridge. We're also staying in Texas, where the state's new tallest skyscraper has been chopped in half. And we're looking at twin skyscrapers that have been proposed over in Manhattan. As always, whole things being laced with some of your comments from the week and a cheeky voicemail that someone sent in. Let's go. First of this week, we are talking about the race to save Texas's failed mega bridge. Now, there's a famous saying that everything is bigger in Texas, and that is definitely the case for the state's latest mega project, the very inspiringly named New Harbor Bridge. It's a bridge over the harbor, and it's new. What a great name. It stretches 506 metres across Corpus Christi's Ship Canal. This is going to be one of the longest cable-stayed bridges in America, and it replaces the ageing structure that stands there today. That is, if it ever gets finished, because halfway through this project, investigators halted construction after they found a number of safety concerns that, if left untreated, could cause the bridge to collapse. Now, as we stand here today, the project is way over budget and past its original 2020 deadline, and everyone's racing to engineer their way out of what is a nearly billion-dollar problem. Welcome to America. Welcome to an infrastructure project. Here we are again, talking about some of this gone wrong. Hot takes, guys. What do you make of this one? Mate, I thought Texas got everything right, you know? Don't have a record for that? I don't know. I don't want to get political, but... um. Yeah, I, I I just thought this this how can how can you get this wrong? How can you how can something this big and this important not go to plan? And I I felt I actually wrote down here when I was watching the video. I thought the whole um kind of story, the whole account behind this was a little bit sobering, you know. And it's a, it's that realization of oh mate, yeah, these huge project projects they can go wrong. And it shows how vital it is to get it right first time. Um, yeah, it, it's a bit of a mess, to be honest, mate. That's what I got from it. Yeah, six issues is, uh, you know, you'd almost think the project's cursed with all those issues. <laughs> it's coming out year <laughs> after year. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, another issue. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think one thing I noticed is just the scale, the difference the, 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 from the original bridge to what the, well, what's meant to have been built um and what's currently there like when we do a comparison of the the previous one it is huge compared to the old one it is absolutely mm. huge um yeah it's that's just one of the key takeaways i noticed actually yeah, at the start of the video just, i was like man that is that thing is so much bigger than the original bridge does it need to be that bridge brig big um <laughs> i mean maybe not but uh I think it looks great. I think think the new design, the the cables and things, it's really designed elegantly. Yeah, it's an epic project, and Texas Texas does go big on stuff. You know, everything. As I said, the saying is everything's bigger in Texas, and this 
this looks good if it gets completed. Um, bit of background for you on the new bridge. So Corpus Christi is building this huge new structure to replace the old structure. The idea is it's going to be larger to now to accommodate bigger ships coming into the harbour. So at the minute, there's a limit to how big the sort of uh, tankers and container ships coming into the harbour can be because of the harbour bridge. By building a bigger and higher bridge, bigger ships can come in, and that's going to hopefully boost the state's economy. New design, as I said, is a modern cable-stayed bridge where the road deck is supported by cables that are connected directly to pylons or towers. So kind of like the uh, Seven Crossing down in Bristol in the UK uh, or the Gordie Howe Bridge that's being built over in, uh, well, between Michigan and Canada up in up the north of the US. Um, it looks like that, not the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is a suspended, uh, sorry, suspension bridge, obviously, where mm. you've got big cables across towers and then little suspender cables coming down, holding the road deck. So, in case you're wondering, in case you're losing sleep over the difference between a cable stake bridge <laughs> and a suspension bridge, that is where we are. This bridge in Texas is hopefully going to carry six lanes of traffic and a shared bicycle and pedestrian path. The deck is going to sit 62 metres above the surface of the water, which is obviously high enough to clear those massive new ships coming in. Construction started back in 2016, due to finish by 2020, but here we are in 2023 with a half-built structure. Work on this bridge has been stopped not once, but twice. So construction first paused in 2019, following the collapse of a pedestrian bridge over in Florida, which resulted in several deaths and injuries. Now, why on earth is a pedestrian bridge in Florida related to a bridge in Texas, I hear you cry? Well, because the collapse in Florida was due to an error in the design by Fidge, sorry, Fidge, Fig Bridge Group, the same engineers who at the time were working on the Texas New Harbor Bridge. Mm. So when investigators looked into the Texas bridge designs, they ultimately removed FIG from the project and replaced them with new firms because they found similar errors, basically, in their in their structural engineering design. Construction then finally started again in 2021, but not long after that, an independent study found there were still five key areas uh, which were a cause for concern and which could lead to a collapse of the structure. So construction on the main span was halted again in 2022, and the project's budget has grown from around $800 million to nearly a billion dollars. This is an absolute mess. Uh, you are probably getting a bit confused as to why we're talking about six issues versus five issues. There's five key issues that were found, and then there's a bonus issue, guys, which comes up at the end, so stay tuned for that one. Goodness knows what it's like being the site manager on this. Have someone walking into your cabin every day going, oh, you're not going to believe this. Something else has gone wrong. <laughs> Something else has gone wrong. It's unbelievable, mate. It's, uh, it really is unbelievable. I I, uh, I have a question about, and it, and it is more, I think, to do with um, like recent politics. When Biden came into power, Obviously, he pledged like a load of money to go into American infrastructure, right across the, across the country. Um, I mean, is is this benefiting from that? Do you think, like, if it wasn't for that kind of um, huge push in infrastructure in the US, in the continental US, certainly, um, this would have been maybe scrapped, and they would have gone, "Oh, not it's not worth it." So this one actually started, this one kind of predates that big infrastructure bill. So this actually right. started works in 2016. 
Um, but I imagine now that it's got a cost overrun and there's a there's a budget deficit that's either going to be filled by the state of Texas. I'm not sure if it's state funded or federal funded, but mm-hmm. it's either going to be filled by the state of Texas or they might go and say, can we borrow some of those federal funds, please? Um, so this project actually, yeah, as I said, was coming about before the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which was passed in November 2021. Um but yeah, you're right, Luke. There's a, there's a lot of infrastructure now happening across the US uh, as a result of that bill. I don't think you're getting as much bang for your buck these days as you did back in you know the times of FDR and some of the, the big stuff that he did around infrastructure because it just mm. seems incredibly expensive now. The money just doesn't go as far. Um, but yeah, this project in particular, as I said, uh, predates that bill. But I imagine now it might ask for some more money. Oh, mate, mate. Uh, the, these things are so impressive. There's a similar bridge, or, or, or not architecturally, but the engineering. There's a similar bridge uh, in France, isn't there? There is this. the Malau Viaduct. Yeah, that's that is beautiful, and that's yeah. a beast, isn't it? That it is. is. Mm. It is. That's Foster and Partners designed. I think I, I think I've seen this. You could fit one Canada Square, which is that big uh, tower at Canary Wharf with the pyramid on top. That could stand underneath that bridge deck. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Big bridge. Wow. Wow. <laughs> big bridge. Um, <laughs> big bridge. Big and big bridge, big problems, mate. More money, oh, more no, problems. There's uh, a headline. <laughs> there <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> so there are there are like how many issues again? Six big issues. Six, there are big, six issues. big issues. And I know you're <laughs> 99 problems and the bridge is one. Um <laughs> You want to hear these, don't you? I can see you, Liam. You're excited to hear mm. what these six issues are. <laughs> yeah. You ready, Give mate? Ready for this? So, issue number one. Ready. The first issue is with the foundation system, which is obviously pretty <laughs> fundamental. The north and south towers of the bridge sit on top of a giant concrete slab, which is the size of two basketball courts, right? This thing's absolutely enormous. Underneath each of them is a series of 64-meter drilled shafts filled with concrete and steel that transfer the weight of the bridge above down onto solid ground we've talked about foundations before regular listeners know what foundation is now i don't need to take you through this again Uh, but the investigation found that under certain conditions like high winds which can occur every now and then the shafts might not support the weight of the pylons and could sink into the ground which isn't good so to address this the team is extending the foundations and adding more drilled shafts underneath each tower enabling them to hold more weight without sinking that is time money, materials, hassle. Second issue has to do with the foundation caps on each of the towers. So these sit on top of a group of piles and equally distribute the weight to all the elements underneath. It's kind of like uh, holding a handful of straws when you grip them close together. It's it's doing the job of transferring loads down into the, into the pile foundations. The investigation found that the demand on the piles greatly exceeded their loading capacity, which ultimately could have led to the bridge's collapse. Now, the fix here is to create more space underground so the piles don't bend and slip out of place uh, above the concrete. Piles are being moved deeper underground. There's extra piles being dug deeper underground, and they're going to be supported by newly drilled shafts from that first solution. So the the foundations are wrong. The foundation caps are wrong. That's the first two problems. The, 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 the foundations are wrong. The foundations for a bridge of this size, a piece of infrastructure of this importance is wrong. I That is bizarre. That's bizarre. 
At this point, I should good. say allegedly, according to an investigation oh. that I did not write. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. It is alleged mm, mm, <laughs> by, mm. by a structural engineer's report that there's a problem. Uh, the third problem has to do with the delta frame design, which I know you guys know, know all about. This is a critical element in a cable-stayed bridge. So this is the part that bears and transfers the weight of the structure from the bridge deck onto the cables. Now, on the Harbour Bridge, a problem was primarily found in the connection between the frames and the adjacent precast concrete units below the bridge deck. So basically, where the bridge deck meets the framework that is held up by the by the cables. Mm. There wasn't enough reinforcement going across that those two bits of concrete to hold the whole thing together, basically. So they're now adding new rebar, new steel rebar that crosses that interface so that, and I'm putting this in very simple terms, so that the bridge deck is better connected to the cables that hold it. Mm. You don't need to be a structural engineer to understand why that's a pretty important thing. Is this? Uh, can we all point this back to uh, Fig Bridge Group? If they, if they had, had a, a proper... <laughs> <laughs> allegedly push it back, but if they had a proper, you know, partner from the outset, right, um, that did all their due diligence, um, planned it all properly, would this would it be safe to say this would have been avoided? I think so. I mean, I don't know how much of this was Fig Bridge Group or how much of it is other issues, but it does seem that the same structural engineer that was involved in that pedestrian bridge in Florida that sadly collapsed, killing several people and injuring many others, uh, have been a root cause of many of the problems on this project too. It's it's shocking stuff, and we're only halfway through the list, guys. Um, well, they well they they'll they'll surely be getting um, legal action taken against them, right? To obviously make up for the costs that the contractors are now having to cover to backtrack. To yeah, cover I project. think I think they've gone bankrupt actually. I think they've been, I think they've been disbanded and shut down. So wow. whether the whether the engineers are being prosecuted, there's all this thing around professional indemnity insurance and PI and all that sort of stuff. It's it's a total mess. I don't know how that's working particularly in the southern US where litigation is rife <laughs> and everyone sues everyone mm. all the time. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's not good, and I don't. Obviously, they won't be trading as a structural engineering company after this. I shouldn't imagine because the brand is somewhat tarnished. I wouldn't hire them. <laughs> we re- rebranding twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's going under a it's going FBG. under a rebrand, new logo. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call? Do you remember we had the uh, the ultra safe nuclear corporation who are building those? Uh, Mini nuclear reactors. Maybe they just rebrand themselves as the ultra good structural engineers. <laughs> just do, just do a, just do what Hermes did, mate, and rebrand to every in the UK. She, that's what, like, the worst Hermes. delivery. Hermes, Hermes. yeah, isn't yeah. it Herm? It's Herms, isn't it? What Herms? What? what the delivery? The delivery people. It's Hermes. Yeah, it's, it's, Hermes. it's actually Hermes. No, that's Hermes. Um, Hermes, Hermes is the people that make make the bags, Fred. It's oh, not, okay. it's, we're not talking. We're not talking about Hermes Kelly, which I know the name of. I know the name of that bag. <laughs> Shockingly, uh, yeah, no, they they just rebranded to every, and I see them everywhere now. And I'm like, you guys oh. think you're so smart? You guys think you're it? And it's like, no, you've just rebranded. You, they even kept the same color. So maybe they'll do that. Maybe they're it's, just it's, thick as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Herms, Liam. That sounds like some sort of terrible disease. 
<laughs> it sounds like something you put. You want to put some cream on. Herbs. I remember. I remember when my you? missus oh, got Hermes. 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 My what? missus got bitten by a monkey, right in Bali. <laughs> and this going? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How are we? How are we? I'm trying to go through my list of issues on this Texas right. bridge. And you're going to your missus getting bitten by a monkey. I want to hear the monkey story. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, thanks, Liam. If you're listening to this podcast, send help, okay? I'm trying to run this thing. I'm trying to host it. Send help. (laughs) Bear bear with me. Bear with with me, right? Um, uh, So, yeah, no, we're in Bali. We're in in the monkey rainforest. And uh, this, this monkey starts going mental on my wife. The reason why, we've got... We, we've got a water bottle, yeah, and we've we've drunk it, and we give the water bottle to this monkey, yeah, and this monkey's like, oh yeah, thank you, Un, like unscrews <laughs> this bottle like that, yeah, manages to get a few drops of water out of it. It knows what it's doing. This monkey knows what it's doing. We're like, oh okay, that's cute, and it, the monkey just leaves the bottle of water and then just sits, and we're like, right, anyway, I think we got to go now. So we're gonna take the water bottle because we don't want to be seen as like you know littering. My missus picks up the water bottle. This monkey goes mental, bites her. And then we had to go to like this little like hospital because she had like skin like flapping off of her like thigh and everything. It, it was <laughs> and a bite in the leg. Yeah. The, the, monkeys are, the monkeys are savage. They are awful. And anyway, we, we go to this uh, hospital and we're like, well, what, you know, what's like the big deal with this? And he's like, oh, yeah, the only problem is monkeys sometimes can have uh, herbs. And we're like, herbs? What's that? He, me- he means, he means, he means herpes. And I just thought, I just thought, uh, it's the same, it's the same like pronunciation mistake that Liam's just done. Like between Hermes and Herms. Welcome. To the world's best construction podcast, <laughs> ladies and gents. This is uh if you're just joining us, we're actually just going through a list of issues with the Texas New Harbor Bridge. But we've got into um a monkey giving Luke's wife herpes in the jungle. It, it didn't though, it didn't in the end. So all good. So there you go, like, Fred. You crack, crack on, mate. Crack on. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to stick to the agenda. What chance do I have? What chance do I stand? <clears throat> Fourth issue. I'm just going. <laughs> I've got no idea how I segue from the monkey with herpes into <laughs> back into the Texas Bridge. I'm just going to have to try. Right. Fourth problem. Going back to the Texas Mega Bridge is something called uplift, uh, which is occurring at two of the piers. Now, basically, this means that instead of the weight of the bridge being transferred down to the foundations. The cables of the bridge are kind of pulling the bridge out of the ground. So engineers have added rebar to the last two segments of uh, the last parts of the bridge, basically where the bridge comes off the cable segments and connects to the uh, the kind of slip road that comes up to it. Uh, they're adding new reinforcement segments to that to try and stop this problem of uplift, which is, I mean, I'm simplifying this enormously. To be honest, I can't stop thinking about this herpes monkey we've just talked about. <laughs> But uh, uplift's a big problem. You, instead of instead of weight going down into a foundation, you've got things going the other way, which isn't good. Fifth issue, and this is the fifth and final issue in the official reports, uh, was caused by placement of the placement of the cranes during construction of the main span. So, 
the way the crane equipment was set up during construction exposed it to high winds, which could cause parts of the incomplete bridge deck to twist. So basically, if you imagine the high winds coming in against these cranes, that puts an extra load uh, on the part constructed structure that could cause it to twist and potentially become damaged and collapse. Workers are now adding the right counterweights to balance out any potential movement from the weather on the cranes. It is unreal, this project. It goes on and on and on. If As if that five-issue report wasn't enough following the original delay because of the, uh, the structural engineers, there's a sixth issue, a bonus issue if you like. In April 2023, uh, one of the cranes caught fire injuring two workers as debris fell down onto the construction site below. Cause of the flames is currently being investigated. We actually reached out to the companies involved in this, but they declined to comment to the B1M about the ongoing investigation. So, I mean, it's just one thing after another. I don't think this thing's ever going to get built. If you look at the the completed, well, you look at the, the current footage, the current drone footage we've got in the video of this bridge, there's basically the two the, the two kind of slip road roadways up to the bridge are more or less constructed. Then you've got the start of the bridge piers that are constructed, but the main bridge towers aren't there and the main road deck isn't there. And this project is mired in controversy. It, it is well over budget. It's three years late. And it's just, I'm sorry to say, it's another example of infrastructure in America really not going very well, taking a lot longer than expected and costing a lot more money. You don't actually think this will like finish? You really you really don't think this will complete? I I think it will complete eventually. I think we are mm. a long way off it completing. I really wow. do. And I'm not sure how much confidence I got in it to be quite honest. I know they are no. I know they're taking the time now to look at it and get it right, but it feels like a cursed structure, doesn't it? I mean, to, to Liam's point, it does feel doomed. Yeah. Yeah, like a big evil monkey overlooking Corpus Christi, Texas, you know? It's it I, I would I'd be I'd be especially frustrated, you know, that this this is a bridge that is costing so much money to taxpayers at the end of the day and it's just being done so bad. It's just not being done well, and it goes to show how important it is. There's always going to be issues, you know, arise from pretty much any project, right? But to get it right first time is so, so important. Um, yeah, I agree, Lou. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see this actually completing without any other issues. Yeah, hopefully it does. I really hope it does. Yeah. But, um, or get more issues or not complete. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'd like to see it completed because I'd like to see the finished building because the renders um, shown, we've shown in the video, it, like I said, I think it looks amazing. It's a beautifully designed bridge. Yeah. And I'd love to see, I'd love to see a follow-up in uh, a year's time. Why don't we do a follow-up video on it? In a decade's oh. time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> been very optimistic here. Right. I wish. I hope they could find ninety nine other problems, even like little things, like someone's, <laughs> I don't know, someone's left a mug on the side in the site office and it's made a ring stain. You know, there's a problem. But if we mm. get to like ninety nine problems, and then on the opening day, Joe Biden could rock up or whoever it is could rock up and go, we had ninety nine problems, but now the bridge ain't one and it's opening. <laughs> yeah, is. I think the, the a good way to look at it is at least I found all these issues before they've built it. 
right? And they, it's not going to collapse and potentially cause fatalities like the bridge in Florida. So at least they've sorted it. I mean, early, um, and hopefully they successfully complete it without any more issues. Yeah, it's a good point. We're talking a lot about the delays and the cost overrun, but at the end of the day, this is a huge bridge. It's a very high bridge. It's a critical mm. link over a major harbour. It's got to be right. And like you say, I, I have no doubt that when it is finished, it will be correct and you know functioning absolutely fine and structurally you know, have the right structural integrity and everything. But it's not. it doesn't make for a great case study right now, does it? It's just no. issue after issue after issue. It's impressive engineers can can retrofit and fix things. That's impressive. I'm trying to trying to look at the glass half full here, but how does yeah, a crane catch on fire? <laughs> like, think about it. How does a crane catch on fire? <laughs> Cigarettes, isn't it? Smoking some durries and dropping a durry in there and catches on fire. <laughs> a what? A durry. A durry. Yeah, they, they call cigarettes durries or darts over here. of course of course um you know what i liked from the drone footage um i really liked you could see like a little baseball stadium nearby it's seemingly there's like just all industry and it's a port and then there's just a baseball field i was like that is that's that's wild so i googled it and it's called whataburger field Right. burger like there's a there's a there's a burger chain in texas called whataburger and wow. and it's called whataburger field and it's home to the corpus christi hooks the baseball team right there you go that's not the most um <laughs> flattering name is it what hooks well you well you no 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 whataburger stadium <laughs> Like you, oh, no. you, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Emirates. Watch Arsenal. <laughs> you know <laughs> what a burger field, mate. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe a football team over here could get a sponsorship like that. You know, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Um, yeah, I liked that. I liked that. Actually, um, I had. I wrote this down. I wanted to ask Liam a question. Right. Oh, Again, away, I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going wildly off topic here. <laughs> Apparently, there is there is on TikTok. It was going viral. Yeah, it was going viral that the only McDonald's in the world with like a conveyor belt that just like, chucks out burgers yes, is is in Sydney Airport. Is Sydney that right? Airport, the McDonald's. Yes, oh, I'm go- I'm going to the airport <laughs> Saturday night. I'll um I'll go I'll go get a ch- I'll get a cheesy and I'll record it. <laughs> Basically. You there's the there's the rest uh, there's a, the the till area right the counter where you place your order and the um whatever the machines you put your put your order into upstairs right so it's just a wall upstairs is the kitchen and then they put the burgers in a in the McDonald's bag put it in this little circular conveyor belt clip it in there and then it comes down the bottom and drops off onto the counter it's actually I actually saw that a few years ago and I was like that is that is cool. That is really, that is really genius. cool. Like, yeah, you you know for a fact if McDonald's built this bridge, it wouldn't have any of these problems. Yeah, they would get it right first time because they get everything right first time, pretty much. Get a toy um, with it as well. Every time you go over, get a little toy. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be down. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Oh, brilliant! Wild, mate. Wild stuff. It's good. I think it's good in the drone footage when you see 
things like that because it gives you a sense of scale of how big this blooming bridge mm-hmm. is. It is a very mm-hmm. big feat of engineering. When you sit up next to regular everyday stuff like what Burger Stadium um, <laughs> puts, puts things in perspective for you, guys. Let us know what you think about this. Do you live in Corpus Christi? Do you live in Texas? Uh, what do you What do you make of this? Do you work or did you used to work for Fidge Fig Bridge Group? We can't even say the name Fig Bridge Group. Um, get in yeah. contact. We'd love to hear from you. It'd be very interesting. It's a uh, podcast. F- go on. Bridge at the start when I was trying to say bridge at the very start of the podcast. I feel like, and then it's just spiraled out of control between all three of us. Yeah, we're all just saying the fidget. I've just bridge. avoided. Mm-hmm. I've avoided saying it because I'm like, I don't know what what's trying to be said here, so I'm just not saying it. Yeah. Yeah, if you work for the Fudge Brig Group or the the Brig that that place, FBG, get in contact with us, guys. Uh, podcast at bbm.com is the usual email address. Get your comments coming in. We'd love to hear from you. Also in the news this week is a very good section. We've got a couple of very interesting projects here to talk about. First up, we are staying in Texas, where another project hasn't quite gone as planned. So over in Austin, what would have been the state's new tallest skyscraper has just had its design height chopped in half. So the Wilson Tower, designed by HKS and unveiled by Wilson Capital uh, back in November 2022, was originally supposed to be 80 stories high, uh, but it's now going to be just 45 stories after a review by the City of Austin's Design Commission, which felt there were a few issues with it. No longer a super tall, the shorter building is now going to have a lower planned density. Uh, It addresses a few accessibility concerns, but the very striking, impressive facade and Bruce Lay system is staying. Uh, That's designed to shield occupants from the city's intense summer heat. You're still going to get that on a much shorter building, a building that's almost half the height. We've put up a before and after render on this uh, over on our Instagram. You can see what would have been proposed alongside what's now planned to be built. Uh, You had sort of tall and thin, and now you've got shorter and stockier. What do you guys make of this one? For me, I've I've never been to Austin. I actually really want to go there. I'm trying to go there next year. Um, But it looks a bit funny, not going to lie, cutting it in half. But does the city actually need super tall skyscrapers if you know what i mean it doesn't look like there's there's any tall skyscrapers there and also what are you guys opinions on cities without skyscrapers so like i know you're in washington recently luke and i know fred you you you're a big fan of washington as well washington doesn't have skyscrapers Mm. does it no no um great question mate great question i think there's there's uh, a time and a place and a circumstance for tall buildings, right? I think this is like more. It's more common in places like you know Europe. Um, let's say like Prague. You don't expect them to build like a fat off skyscraper in the middle of Prague or Krakow or like you, you know loads loads of European cities because they're ancient medieval cities. I think skyscrapers though are um, kind of they're part of the DNA of an American city. Um, Austin, however, is a bit funny, isn't it? Where there's there's not loads of like massively tall skyscrapers. They're all kind of like mid-rise skyscrapers, or just qualify as skyscrapers. Um, yeah, in in short, I think there's a time and place for it. But I'm I'm glad that like what's it called? Um, committees like this exist so that they don't just build 
tall buildings everywhere. Like you see some building, uh, some cities in Asia that are just building skyscrapers everywhere. And there's no cohesive sort of skyline. There's no area of, oh, this is where tall buildings go. This is where, and I think that's just as bad urban planning as anything. Um, I, f- I feel a bit split in this instance because I really liked the, the, the tall design. Um, and I think kind of the height was part of the personality. However, I kind of, I respect the city of Austin's design commission. I, I, res- I respect it. And if it, if it was going to be too out of touch with the vernacular of the city, then yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Luke. I'm a sucker for a big, fancy, super tall skyscraper. You know, I love skyscrapers. But was this really needed in Austin, Texas? If you look at the the first render, the before render, if you look at the density around it, did you need a building this big? And there's a few comments about it, you know, partly being down to market conditions as well. And the design council looking at it in the context of market conditions, the developer seeing that there wasn't that demand for it. So it's been downsized, which is a good thing, I guess. I'd have preferred the tall building, but hey, God build what's yeah. right. Maybe some other cities could learn from this. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of comments on this one, as you can imagine. Lots of comments on this one. People saying that they like both buildings. The new one looks way more aesthetically pleasing. Many people pleased this decision's been made. Some people uh quite annoyed this decision's been made. Uh not a fan of the new sort of stockier design. Yeah, bit of a mixed bag in terms of comments. Any any comments standing out to you guys? I'm just having a little little scan through here. I like I like the guy that's moaning saying lol there are apartment buildings in small cities in China taller and bigger than that <laughs> laughing face it's like yeah but that doesn't that doesn't mean it applies to Austin Texas I don't you know I don't know no don't it's know. not about how big you build is it yeah no it's not it's not it's not Fred yeah yeah people saying it's quite an adjustment looks like they've introduced uh more parking at the bottom. They've actually introduced a bigger podium at the bottom. Uh, if I'm looking at the renders, there's a bigger, chunkier podium down at street level. Um, yeah. Interesting one, this mm. one. Look, someone's saying it looks more suitable for Austin, which is, I think, probably bang on the money. So, yeah. 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 Uh, we're staying with skyscrapers. We had a big load of uh, a chat about a big bridge earlier. We're now going to stay with skyscrapers, but this whole episode has been in America, I'm, I'm ashamed to say. So we're now leaving Texas. We're <laughs> heading up to New York, where a new 46-story twin skyscraper development has been proposed for a vacant plot in Manhattan. This is designed by Stillman Partners and Setra Ruddy for Silverstein Properties and Parks Casino. The Avenir, as it's called, I'm not sure how Liam would pronounce that, you know, probably some some different term, but anyway, it's going to rise from a site at 514 11th Avenue in Midtown. There's a load of basically vacant sites sitting kind of between Midtown and Hudson Yards, and this is where this one is. Uh, set to be linked by a very impressive sky bridge across the 44th floors. The completed towers are going to have a gaming and entertainment complex, a 1,000-room hotel, restaurants, performance spaces, and then, curveball, a hundred affordable housing units. I don't know what the definition of affordable is here, but there you go. Affordable housing, midtown Manhattan. It looks sick. I like it. It's very different for New York. Lots of people saying in the comments that it should probably be, you know, it's more suited to, like, Atlantic City or Vegas. I have to say it does look more West Coast than East Coast, but 
I like this. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, I agree. I agree, Fred. I, I really like it. Skybridge with trees on it. Big thumbs up from me, even though I do like to <laughs> knock trees on buildings. It looks <laughs> phenomenal. It looks stunning. And you could imagine that lit up at night. It just, yeah, it just looked absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I like the design as well. I know everyone sort of goes on about mm. um, skyscrapers, glass boxes and things like that. But I'm like, you know, sometimes big glass boxes can look really appealing. Absolutely. There's a comment here that says, I'm not hating it. At least it's not another needle. Yeah, one of those regular straight-up skyscrapers with a spire on top. It is a bit different looking. Mm. I mean, it says there's going to be a gaming and entertainment complex. I mean, I don't know many skyscrapers that come out and say, oh, yeah, we're going to have a gaming complex. So that's interesting, isn't it? Now, is obviously, gaming as in, um, as in like punting, like gambling, or is that gaming as in like esports kind of gaming? I, I it's good question. Good question think- because it's got it's got to mean it can't mean like casino, can it? It can't mean that. I think it's it is a mean casino. Like, I think it is a casino. casino yeah. It's being built by a casino group, which is what makes this uh, really look and feel like a Vegas skyscraper. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Now that makes sense. And actually, the podium looks a little bit more like a, a casino. Hey, like something you'd find in. In uh, in Vegas, there's an Definitely. LED screen and stuff. Ah, oh, okay, that kind of makes that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, the sky bridge I think is really good, really really well executed. And even the trees, I'll give you that, Liam. I'll mm. give you that. The the shrubbery and the trees looks decent. It's not too over the top. It's not OTT, and it's not like the defining personality trait of the building. It's just mm. like a little sprinkling. I like mm. it. I like it. Yeah, big fan. I can't think of another high sky bridge in Manhattan outside of the American Copper Buildings, which is being built over on the uh, west side, I believe, which is a very nice building with JDS Development Group doing that, I believe. Um, But this might be only the second sky bridge in Manhattan. And when I say that, I don't mean the little link between your apartments. Oh, I've got a sky bridge. No, I mean a proper high, several stories up. Skyscraper, yeah. Skybridge, guys. Before you all write in, getting very upset. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited to see this rise, mate. Excited to see this rise, yeah. A few more comments. Uh, someone's saying, it's a Dubai-styled building in Manhattan. Not a huge fan of the developments around the entrance area of the Lincoln Tunnel, which is where this is. It's all a bit too congested. Uh, another chap saying, I think the most surprising thing about this is that there's a vacant lot in Manhattan, which is... Yeah, pretty interesting. But it sat there for a little while. Silverstein Properties have owned it for a little while. Uh, another chap uh, commenting here. I'm sorry, but 46 stories isn't a skyscraper. Well, it is a skyscraper, actually. We've done a whole video series, uh, an article series on that. So stick your vehicle in reverse and back away from the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say the same thing. I was going to go, yeah, well, it is, mate. By definition, it is. So there you go. Yeah. Yes, another yeah. person saying casino in manhattan what they're thinking someone else saying it's a good design for a casino in vegas or la not very manhattan so yeah this is the vibe guys check it out over on our instagram mm. and social media is big twin tower development in manhattan but it looks like vegas has come to manhattan so yeah get your get your comments coming in mm. 
Now we're swinging over to the inbox. It's been a busy old time in the inbox, and we can't have our first ever voicemail, Mr. Bly. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Voicemail time. Um, yeah, let's hear it. It's come all the way from Belgium. So let's have a, let's have a listen. Hi, guys. I'm um, Hiel, an engineer from Antwerp, Belgium, and I wanted to chip in on your discussion about automation in construction. The degree of automation in a production process is determined by many elements, but two key factors are the complexity of the task at hand and the cost of labor involved with executing the work manually. The recent AI revolution is making complexity of the work less of an issue, and combine that with the ever-increasing labor shortages on the market, and you've got a great recipe for automation in the construction industry. Many new projects already leverage automation to some degree, especially the prefab market is booming for housing developments, uh, apartments, and office buildings. A skilled worker I don't think will ever be truly replaceable, but based on what I see around here, I definitely say that automated techniques are unavoidably here to stay. Mate, automation. Fred, what are you saying? What are you saying? I think he's bang on the money, to be quite honest. I think uh, the more the industry can standardize its components, and I've had this conversation before, we can't standardize whole buildings. No one ever really has done that very successfully. The kind of off-the-shelf cookie-cutter buildings don't really work. People don't want them. They don't want to live in them outside of you know, the drive through McDonald's, which have become very formulaic and work because it's just a drive through McDonald's. No one really knows too fussed about that. Um, it, yeah, it, it, that's the way to go. And I think AI coming into automation is going to help accelerate the automation space, which will be good for the construction industry because it will mean we can get the efficiencies of manufacturing with the flexibility and the optionality that we still need for the whims and desires of architecture and what goes with building homes, schools, hospitals, infrastructure in unique locations on unique sites in unique communities. What's quite interesting about this, did he say he's from Antwerp, Belgium? Uh, he's from Belgium. I, I, I forgot if he said Antwerp him specifically. Mm. Because yeah, that is where, on. you know, a few weeks ago we talked about that great big ad where it's like, yeah. hey, chat GPT, finish this building. There's some things you can't replace. You need skilled workers. That's actually running in Antwerp, Belgium. So uh, mm. not hit our friend there, but anyway. <laughs> 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 what, do you, what do you guys reckon? AI, mate, it's gonna uh, it's gonna ruin the B one M. There's just gonna be an AI YouTube channel doing construction videos, <laughs> <laughs> and there's gonna be a fake AI Fred Fred Mills. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind some uh, some AI podcast co hosts who can get on the <laughs> monkeys giving people herpes in the middle of a blooming <laughs> chat about a texas bridge ai ai wishes mate ai wishes at <laughs> stories like that i think i think ai and you know technology like that is it's here to stay um but i think we're still kind of getting used to how it's going to affect different industries right not just construction so uh i think it's going to be like te- like um teething teething pains sort of like is that is that the expression am i uh, <laughs> teething problems or growing teething. pains um yeah, <laughs> i've put, just put merged them together, them. <laughs> yeah, put them together. Problems slash growing pains i think um <laughs> yeah i think i think there's gonna be i think there's gonna be a bit of that just like how computers kind of changed a lot of industries you know like everything from accountancy to construction I think AI is going to do the same, but like uh, what the the lad says, um, I think he says Mi- Mihail. Mihail. Um, I think, yeah, it's 
it's it's here to stay there you go that's the verdict from the world's best construction podcast guys we loved having a voicemail how exciting yeah. and then we know it's not luke unless yeah. he's putting a <laughs> accent on or is running it through some ai machine <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> ironic ironic uh and also a little cheeky uh voice uh, no little cheeky shout out to daniel weitzman who uh just said he's listened to one of our episodes and he says that we will be coming to the Bay Area later this year. Well, my travel plans have changed a little bit. I'm planning to go to California next year now, probably in like March or April. Um, but he said, yeah, the best the best view of the Golden Gate Bridge is uh, underneath the Marin County side, where you can walk a narrow trail under the Still Trust system and see how massive it is right up close. So, oh, nice, Daniel, mate. Yeah, nice. we all love that, don't we? We all. I've love been that. up to the. I've been up to the viewpoint on the Marin County side, where you stand on top of the hill and sort of look back at the bridge. And there's, it was incredibly windy, and there's a picture of me and my wife up there, like smiling but being, being very windswept at the time. Oh, well, I didn't know about that. That's a good shout. I'm going to give that a and, go. And you can see San Francisco from the other side, and right? Classic, yeah. classic Planet shot. of the Apes. Planet yep. of the Apes, mate. Yeah. Yep. Quality and pretty much Quality. every stock photo of the golden gate bridge you ever find <laughs> will be taken <laughs> from that point basically so <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, interesting i love a bit of engineering I, I always stop under large bridges and take pictures of the bridge span because i'm i'm that sad much to the annoyance <laughs> of everyone else around me so good tip could you give that one a go yeah got to go. be done got to be done so that's this week's inbox mate thanks Cracking. for all the emails people have been sending in to it's been great well i we haven't had uh uh, as much of a kind of a landmark event on this podcast since the Prince Albert episode, but now here we are with the Monkey Herpes episode. Um, yep. <laughs> keeping it fresh, pushing the envelope, <laughs> reinventing all the time, keeping our audience, uh, you know, on, on the edge. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. As always, keep your voicemails and your messages coming in. We love receiving them. Podcast at the B1M.com. And don't forget, next Wednesday, 12th of July, is the launch of Get Construction Talking in central London. You can register now over at getconstructiontalking.org. That is getconstructiontalking.org. Free to attend. We'd love to see you there. Uh, Keep listening. Keep tuning in. Keep spreading the word about this podcast. Keep sending us your reviews. And we will see you next week. FPG, mate, used to be, uh, I used to do a joinery, joinery apprenticeship. They were called FPG back in the day. Future Products Group, I believe, I think they were called. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate. Done a bit of everything, didn't you, Liam? Yeah, a <laughs> little bit, mate. Jack of all trades, mate. Jack of all trades.